You have a lot to focus on every day. Let Virginia Premier focus on your health coverage. Our health plan is only focused on Virginia, so we can connect you with quality health care and local resources. Our added benefits give you more value on top of your medical and drug coverage from Virginia Medicaid. See our benefits at virginiapremier.com slash Medicaid and have your whole family with the same health plan. Virginia Premier, focused on Virginia, focused on you. Welcome to 30-Minute Reviews. I'm Adam. And I'm Josie. And okay. today we have Peter with us. Hi, I'm Peter. We did not introduce him by his title, but okay. Because he is he's our resident hater of the movie Chronicle. I do hate the movie Chronicle. Yep, there we go. Um, and we are going to talk about Chronicle today because we kind of fucked up last time and spent too much time talking about Red Dawn 2012. Um, and we needed time to fill in this episode. Um, so, on top of that, we also have some, uh, we're going to talk about a half a week late about D23, and then we're going to talk about other things at the end, we're going to try a new segment, which we have to do to be able to claim to the IRS that we're trying to make money on this. So, uh, let's, uh, let's get started. Can you not? Um, so there's, uh, so D23 was the first thing this week. Um, started last Friday, I believe, or Saturday. The important stuff happened Saturday, so it doesn't matter what happened Friday. Um, and that was when the Marvel panel happened, and they had all of their, uh, they just paraded out all their cool shit for next year. Um, so, yeah, we got Doctor Strange and Civil War. Anyone have anything to add? So I'm not just here talking for an hour, uh, minute and twenty seconds. You haven't asked any questions. I haven't asked any questions. It's just it, it, it's speaking. It's you interject <laughs> if you feel like you have to interject. Well, I'm excited for both of those movies, but I feel like there's too little information about any of them to have an opinion. Okay, and do you have an opinion? I was enjoying listening. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that doesn't really help. You're welcome. <laughs> because, uh, I don't know, they, they have to somehow compete with Comic-Con on a company level. They only made that available to people who went in person to view it, so none of us have seen that trailer. Uh, I read the description of the trailer that Entertainment Weekly put out, and also the one the IGN guy wrote, um, and it was the same description, it's just one used a little bit more colorful language. Can you give us some highlights of the trailer? Um... Let's see, there was, um, there, it, like, they show, there's one scene where you have, um, at the very end, which is the thing that stands out the most, was, like, uh, Ant-Man freaking out over meeting Captain America and Scarlet Witch, because, uh, he goes to Louis, uh, the van from, uh, Ant-Man, and he, uh, he gets Scott Lang out, and, uh, he had this really funny moment where Paul Rudd's using his, uh, his comedic acting ability. And uh, he's, he's just like, wow, I am shaking your hand for way too long. And it's just, it's a really funny moment. Um, they show off Black Panther. Unfortunately, the awe of seeing Black Panther in the suit for the first time doesn't really stick when you hear, and they show Black Panther in the suit for the first time. Um, 
Then they showed Vision wearing street clothes for some reason, because I guess he needs a secret identity. Well, can't he just make clothes on him? Yeah, I guess, but, I mean, he's still green and red, so who gives a shit if he's wearing clothes? Yeah, if he can just make clothes on him, why can't he change the color of his skin? I don't know. Mm. Uh, who would want to look like white? Never go see that movie time? now. There's <laughs> too many plot holes. What movie? <laughs> Civil War. We're because... talking about Captain America Civil War. Oh, okay. Vision can't change his skin, so it doesn't make any sense. Um, What else was there? Uh, Still no... They didn't show Spider-Man in the trailer. Which was actually, I think, probably a good idea. He's not going to be in it. It'd be hilarious. Okay. That, that would be kind of hilarious. But, uh... The, Spider-Man is going to play a big part in the movie. Regardless of what people think would be hilarious. <laughs> um, and he, uh... I think hiding him... Because the average moviegoer isn't going to know Spider-Man's in it until he's shown in the trailer or until he's shown in the theaters. Um... Which means if they hold him off till trailer three that's released to the general public, that would be a much better reveal. Uh, or even keeping it a secret, like uh, the cameo in Ant-Man. Which I'm not going to say, because we still have the ruling. Uh, spoilers. Um, or severe spoilers. Yeah. Like, that that's a pretty big plot point. They did a very good job keeping secrets, so I'll respect them and keep that secret as well. Doctor Strange. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch couldn't be there because he's filming something somewhere. Who gives a shit? But uh, for whatever reason, he couldn't. I mean, they're, fil- they're in the last week of filming for Civil War and they flew out Anthony Mackie and Chris Evans. What the fuck is Benedict Cumberbatch doing that he couldn't be there? Like, okay. So anyway, he filmed a video message saying he's excited to play the character. And they showed off some concept art. Uh, they also revealed this movie's going to be an origin story where you're going to see Stephen Strange break his hands and then turn to the forces of magic, which is probably not going to be magic in this, because, you know, Marvel's very bad track record, but actually keeping magic up. It's going to be the force. Okay. Or it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, like, quantum whatever, like like in Thor, the uh, the, quantum, the quantum field generator. Oh, okay. Or um, toxic waste. Yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's... Um, that's, and that comes out next November. It doesn't start filming until this November. Mm. But to be a very CGI-heavy movie, and depending on what source you heard, someone had it, uh, Ben Cumberbatch quoted as saying it's going to be Disney's, it's going to be like Marvel's Fantasia. Or, and other people had him quoted saying it's going to be a horror movie with superheroes. So. I feel like if it's a horror movie with superheroes, it's going to be bad. Yes. Because there, there hasn't been a good horror movie. In any Maybe because he's British, he didn't. He like meant to say a suspense thriller. Yes. But he didn't understand American. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said something recently that actually illustrated that point. When he, he said something that was like... Um, Did he call a cigarette a faggot? No. He said something in um, that is okay in England, but in America it's not... Calling a cigarette a faggot? No, no, no. It's not that. It was something else. Um... But I forgot what it was, and he's like, I'm sorry. Oh, no, he said something about black people in movies. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And he's like, he said, I think it's great we have so many, pe- uh, so many colored people in movies, not knowing that was a racial slur. Um, and the thing is, he's like, well, they refer to them, and then he made it worse, like, well, they refer to themselves as people of color. I thought this was okay. Mm, that's just digging himself a deeper yeah, hole. Yeah, that, that did not go over well. Um, then what else? 
Uh, Disney Parks had two big announcements. Um, one in Animal Kingdom in Disney World. They're going to be putting in um, Avatar Land. Well, that's been known for a while. They showed off a lot more concept art and what some of the rides are going to be. Um, and it's going to be based on Pandora from the movie Avatar. Um, which is going to be fun, I think. That's a, that's a cool use, if they can actually get it to work. Have there been problems with it? Not no, but it's, it's been in development since like 2012, right after the movie came out. And the issue is, are they going to be able to keep the hype from a movie that came out true. that long ago? And then, um, on top of that, um, the sequels aren't out for another few years. Yeah, but it's in an amusement park, so people are going to be there anyway. Yeah, that's true. But it's like, when you build an attraction this size and on this budget... You, it's, it's like the Indominus Rex. You want it to be a drawing point to the park. Like people are going to go to see this. Yeah, but people don't have to take a boat or fly to an island True. to go to Disney World. Um, well, you do have to take a boat to the Magic Kingdom. Um, and then the other thing they announced is they're putting in a um, Star Wars-themed land into... I forgot which parks, but there is a Star Wars-themed enclosed land where they're going to have um, everyone is in character. The cast members, the waiters and waitresses in, the, in places, all the bartenders, everyone's in character the entire time. Um, and that's going to be that's gonna be pretty cool, I think, if they can, again, get that to work. Because the, the roof is going to be a huge screen, where it's like, when you look up, you'll see, like, TIE fighters flying oh, overhead. That's and, really cool. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, a, that's a ways away. I would go with that. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, what's it called? They, they, oh, they also, this is not unfortunate, they also announced the first uh, Marvel-themed ride in Disney World. Because they're doing an Iron Man-themed ride where he, in, where they used the cast of the movies to uh, to do the voices for it. And they invade a Hydra base. And it's supposed to be like a prequel to Age of Ultron. Is it like a 4D ride or something like that? No, it's like one of those motion rides, like Star Tours. Like you sit in a chair and watch something? Yeah. That's a 4D ride. No, 4D is when they have the smell, too. Oh, my gosh. And it also has to be a, th- a third dimension there, too. Those aren't always in 3D. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Well, that's... that'll be neat. Disney doesn't have a lot of those kind of rides. They That's usually Universal's. Well, they, well, the thing is, Universal had the contract to the rights to all of Marvel's characters for a long time. Um, no, I meant doing the doing a 4D or 3D ride. They don't have a lot. That's okay, yeah. That'll be interesting to see how they, they have a Bugs do. Life. I think that's their only one. That's 3D. That's a 3D like, show. The Bugs Life. Yeah, but you sit there and watch a screen. No, it, no, no, no. Okay, I'm thinking like Body Tours, uh, Body Wars in Epcot. Or I don't think that's even open anymore. I don't know. What um, about. Star Tours, where you sit, th- where you go into like this big car thing. You sit in a room, and you don't Oh, do I hate that ride. That is that like the Simpsons like claustrophobic ride? so... Claustrophobia no, so no, bad. So. No, I'm thinking... It's like, you, it's like okay, like I'm sitting on a couch right now. I sit here. There's a screen in front of me, and the entire car around you moves. Do you think that's what it'll be like? That, that is what it's going to be. It's not what do I think it's going to be. That is what it's going to be like. That's what they announced it's going to be like. I guess we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Moving on to, uh, what else happened at, um, D23? Um, Kingdom Hearts announced they're going to be the direct sequel to Big Hero 6. 
still haven't seen Big Hero 6, so I'm not sure how I feel about that. I have a problem with that. I haven't seen Big Hero 6, but just the fact <laughs> they're making a video game, the third video, no, like the eighth video game uh, in that series. That's it, 6, 6, 2, no, 6, 6, 1, that's 7, so this would be 8. Okay, yeah, the eighth video game in the series nice. is going to be the direct sequel to a movie. That I just, that's yeah. dumb. And, and it, it also makes every other Disney movie in continuity somehow. And if they ever make a Big Hero 6-3, it has to reference the events of Kingdom Hearts then, mm-hmm. in some way. If they're, they're going to reference the events of the previous movie. Um, and from what I heard, I've never seen Big Hero 6, but at the end, you know how if there's a robot character or something like that, it will die, and then by the end of the movie, it'll be in a new body? like Groot in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what happens to Baymax. That's the weird blob thing? Yeah, the, the white blob thing. And they throw him into... They throw his body into, like, this dark portal thing. And the bad guy in this scene in um, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to have... Uh, is going to have the old body and outfit it with, like, cool shit and have it, uh... And have it, you know be the bad, like, you could be using that trying to go to the world. However, San Fran, San Franocchio, I think it's called, the name of the dumbass city, you know? I don't know. Um, I didn't see the movie. Neither have I. So, um, so that's, the only thing, um, for the game itself, Kingdom Hearts 3, that makes it sound good, is they're able to fit a full-length sequel to a movie in the game. Those games take forever. Well, yeah, okay. So, but yeah, this is going to be even longer than the previous one based on the fact that they have a full-length sequel in the middle of it. Like, that, that, and then, you know, I mean, it's good. We've seen Tangled World and we've seen Big Hero 6 now. Hopefully they don't make Frozen in it at all, but I mean, Japanese, the, uh, the entire Japanese audience loves Frozen. They're going to make it. How could you not? It's magical. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be what's going to happen there. Uh, and then they also announced with Disney Infinity, they're going to cross over Kingdom Hearts and start putting Kingdom Hearts, uh, crap into Disney Infinity. Not that I care about that at all, because Disney Infinity is uh, just a way to sell toys to kids, and it's not the greatest thing on the planet. Uh, did I miss anything that you can think of? I don't think so. Or anything? Okay, good. Uh, Red Dawn 2012. Did not watch that movie. I bought didn't it with the... did talk about it enough last time? Do you want to skip that and go to uh, Chronicle then? Yeah. I, I, I have I something to say about Red Dawn. Okay, wait, wait, I have, I have wait, red, wait. I have a Red Dawn comment. Peter has I have also comment. never watched a Red Dawn, but it, no, it's a new one because I am morally against it on every level, and I think it was a fucking travesty that they remade that movie. Why? Because the original one, like, from the 80s, right? Yeah, 1980. Like, it just fit everything so perfect. It's just a fun action movie, and then they try to remake it with fucking Josh Peck, right? Josh Peck, yep. Yeah. Why? It doesn't need to be done. Josh Peck was the least of the problems. You're also on top of... It's seriously weird seeing him. There's a movie with Josh Peck where he's, like, eight years old, and he says, cunt. I remember what it's called. Really? Yes, but I recommend it. Wow, we've already got faggot and cunt in the first episode with you, and a good job. I'm a... I've been trying to I've been trying to steer away from those. Let's try to avoid putting the N word in this one too. We'll see how long we can keep that one on uh, on ice. Um, I think we're good. What? I think we're good. <laughs> I, think he, I think because he's quoting a movie, it's okay. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Well, the first. The, well, okay. Well, moving on. 
work in a modern movie because no country that has the military power to invade the United States is going to just invade. Um, and any country that doesn't have the military power to nuke us before invading isn't going to be a threat from an invasion, mm-hmm. which is why it doesn't work. Because not to sound like, yeah, America, but we do have like the, the strongest military in the world, and there aren't many other countries who could eat, who have the nuclear power and would, are antagonistic enough to America where it would make a compelling movie for them to invade us. So that and there, there's the other problem with the movie. Like, at the time that the first Red Dawn came out, the Soviet Union may not have had the actual power to do it, but the average person thought the Soviet Union had the power to do it. Now no one thinks there's any country that can do it that would make the movie work in the same way. And that's where, the, that's where this movie ultimately comes down to failing. Plus, I, I mean, they fucked up the, the catchphrase. I mean, and mm. Megan pointed that out last time. That was the biggest problem with the movie was they fucked up the catchphrase, which they, she then frontly fucked up quoting. Is the catchphrase like, <laughs> wow, that dawn sure is red. I don't know what it was. It's just Wolverine. Like so it's not like... pissed off because I was like, why can't PETA do this right? Uh. You're wearing a PETA phenomenon. I know I she's know. not talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I was I not know, in Red Dawn. <laughs> no, maybe she just thought you were yelling that one day. It's like, yeah, Wolverines. No, okay, so. Is it Wolverines or something? Yeah, it's literally just Wolverines. <laughs> <laughs> you were That's last exactly time you were, what I said. No, last time you were like, they both have the catchphrase. It's like, it's something like, we're the Wolverines, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, That's close enough. <laughs> and then I said, or just Wolverines. I don't remember. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I said. So you can suck my dick. Let's play the tape. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway, moving on to Chronicle. Okay. Which is a shitstorm of a movie. So, you seem pretty adamant to get your thoughts out on this. Okay. Why don't you start? Oh, okay. Put me on the spot. Um, (laughs) The CGI, I'm not going to shit on too much, because I understand it's like... Oh, I am. His million-dollar movie. Okay. Well, it's a high-budget movie. The CGI is terrible, and it... It's so bad, it distracts from it. And it's used in scenes where, why are they using CGI? Specifically, like, my biggest problem with it is the um, talent show scene where they start doing magic, and he's, like, juggling balls with, but it's CGI, and it looks terrible. Like, his hands aren't even in sync with the balls juggling. The When he walks on the tightrope, that was pretty good. And, like, some of the flying stuff looked pretty okay. But it's just, like, the story doesn't really make any sense. And I'm against most found footage movies altogether. Like, The Boy Witch Project is pretty good. I hate all the paranormal activities. And I kind of like Cloverfield because it does a good take on it. But this movie, um, just with all the mirror stuff in, like, the beginning with how we could see all the characters through mirrors is kind of cool. But I think it's way overused throughout the rest of the movie. And then with the end, when... When he, they keep making the camera float around so you can just see all the characters, I'm against that too, because it just stopped being a found footage movie at that point. Well, that was the other problem was, it's like, at what point is it no longer a found footage movie? Because it's like, um, what's the point of using the telekinetic, like you said, what's the point of using the telekinetic powers to move the camera so no one's holding it so you can see everything? But then there's the other thing where it's like, uh, that in the climax scene when they're both outside of, I think it's a space needle, yeah. and they both float in there. And he pulls all the iPads and the phones out so you can get the pan view, like it's being filmed by the uh, the Wachowski siblings. Um, but the, the, then, what like the way they should have done the movie, and it would have resolved my gripes with it being a found footage movie, 
is before the movie starts, like they do like on the, like, a, like a black screen and it's white text. An incident happened in Seattle on this date. We we um, found footage from various sources um, documenting what happened. That way you can still have the B subplot with the girl and not have it seem out of place because mm-hmm. why the hell are there two people recording? You can still have the views from the helicopters because there's still footage that was recorded. And then that would solve all the problems with the movie on is it a found footage movie or not. Because it, then it's just a compilation of all the footage they found. I really like that. Because like with the Blair Witch Project, that's how it's presented. And like when the Blair Witch Project came out, because it was like the first one, like everyone thought that actually happened and like people lost their shit. Mm-hmm. Do you have a thought, Josie? I was just laughing because I... No, no, I'm just saying in general. (laughs) That was mean. No, I mean on topic. I'm not saying like... Don't yell at me. No, I'm saying on the topic because now it's just us talking and you're just like... Did you like the movie Chronicle? Um, I don't particularly remember it. I remember Uh like... That's usually not a good sign. Yeah, that's that's Uh, how I feel about Fantastic Four. But I know what you're talking about with the um, with the footage. The found footage. Where it just seems out of place, mm-hmm. and it seems weird yeah. to use like the powers or whatever to just angle it at yourself while you're alone in your room. I liked it the first time when they yeah what you're talking about when he like points the camera at himself because like the first time he did it it was like a little bit unsettling and yeah. like just him staring at the camera. But then it just happened, like, every five minutes. And I'm like, yeah. okay, enough. And then that awful scene where like, the entire world is moving around Oh, them. yeah. That, that was, was the worst use of CGI in this movie. To do it better, they could have done it with practical effects with a crane shot on top of a fucking building, and it would have looked real. <laughs> um, See, I don't remember the CGI at all in it. I don't remember that part, I guess. That's too much detail, I It guess. could be because we watched the director's cut that could have been cut out of the movie. True, we did watch it. We did watch the I also watched it when it had come out in 2012. Oh, okay. Uh, It's not like you're just, like, on the Wikipedia page, just like, (laughs) I watched this movie written by Max Landis when it came out in 2012. Like... Huh? No, but... And then the other big issue that the the movie doesn't really address is uh, the camera supposed to be symbolic of, at the end, the ending. Oh, yeah. The camera right. supposed to be symbolic of the kid Andrew. Wait, so does that do, I just thought about the ending where there, he's, like, in the mountains yeah. with the camera. Yeah, and you're talking about how the camera's supposed to be the, the main character that dies. Andrew. Yes. Um, did he, did, so did they find, find that footage? Like, did someone find that camera in the mountains or something? I guess. I mean... And then they're like, we should find helicopter footage. Yeah, and we Hospital should go... security video footage. Yeah. And, like... And the dad. I mean, if it weren't well, for the... They, they ran into it. Um, somebody turned it into, like, the government or something. Yeah. And then, like, the then government... that's why we and the government's like, we should make a movie. What's up, shit? Now, here's, here's the other problem. Uh, the dad being characterized as abusive. He was definitely the best actor in the movie. Well, because he was the the biggest name actor, because uh, Dane DeHaan hadn't done... Um... Michael B. Jordan was in The Wire. Okay. So. Dane DeHaan was in some stupid independent movie with um, Sebastian Stan. Okay. From uh, Winter Soldier. Okay. He's the guy who plays the Winter Soldier. Oh. Okay. They were in a movie together. Um, so they, like, and then uh, Michael B. Jordan, and then obviously there's a guy who plays, what's his name in... Uh, 
Andrew? No, the guy who... Oh, Stamper. Stamper, there we go. He plays Stamper in House of Cards. Yes, Stamper in House of Cards, yes. Uh, He was obviously the the most seasoned actor there. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, it it shows... He's also in Man of Steel. Yes, he is. works for the newspaper. Isn't he uh, Jimmy Olsen? I don't know. I don't think he's Jimmy Olsen. He's probably not Jimmy Olsen. Um, But yeah, they... uh, Like... The thing with the dad is the dad's just poorly written, too. Because it's like, in the beginning, we the movie opens where it's like, um, you see um, Andrew in his room, and he's pointing the camera at the door, and the dad's pounding on the door like, let me in, and he's like, no, you're drunk, and you know, this whole thing. Where it seems like it's a, it's a, it's a moment where you have an abused kid, mm-hmm. because that's, you know, that's what it would sound like. Um... Then what happens is nothing comes of it, and he goes to school the next day, and then you get the, the, the whole thing of him at school, and then they go to, uh, um, what's called? then he gets home that night, and he's just in his room, and the dad comes in and punches him, and goes, <laughs> that, uh, you, when I knock on your door, you let me in. Like, who the fuck's gonna carry a grudge that long and not resolve it sooner in the day? Well, we never saw him growing up. Maybe he was an asshole when he was a kid. Maybe, but that's not enough to like give me a judgment on the character in the movie because all exactly. we have is the hour and a half in the movie. And later on, we have the dad yelling at him in the basement, I guess. Oh, that when he flips the table. Yeah, when he flips the table, and then uh, Andrew uses the, the telekinesis to lift him up. Yeah. And he goes, uh, "What's it called?" And and again, the dad flips the table because uh, Andrew's giving him shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and he doesn't go to attack Andrew, and I, was it Andrew who attacked him first? No, he punches him. Oh, yeah, he punches him. <laughs> okay, but he deserved it. He's a whiny little bitch. Okay, he deserved that. So, um, so that, that was that scene, and then we see him drop his dad off the building, and he's saved by a friend who, you know what, the friend is so forgettable, I don't remember his name. I don't know. Yeah, like, I won't say it was Max, no, that's Josh Trank's friend in real life, Max Landis, who co-wrote the movie. Um, but I don't know, I don't remember the friend's name at all. Um, and Michael B. Jordan died, which, you know. I like that. Because I thought it was like. There was surprise. Andrew, and then there was, um. Stephen? Was that Michael B. Jordan? I think Stephen it was like his cousin or something? Yeah, yeah, that was the cousin. The cousin and then was there was like, some, like, um, jock popular kid or yeah, that whatever. That was Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, that's, and he was, his character was Stephen. Oh, wait, I can look it up right now. And Michael B. Yeah, you had to laugh in front of you for that purpose. Sorry. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's character is the weirdest one in the movie. It's just, like, I understand, I guess, that um, if they got the powers together, that mm-hmm. they would, like, become closer. But it just doesn't make sense. Like, they were just, like, he was just like, hey, we, we should go into this hole. We found a hole that's making noise. Let's go get the weird kid with the camera. Exactly. Not, let's, just... not get the, let's get the hot girl with the camera. Nah, fuck that. Let's get the kid who looks like he was, like, the, from The Walking Dead. Oh, it's his cousin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the cousin did that. And he's like, come on, cousin, okay. get out of the house. Come in high school, pay. problem number one, in high school, uh, the cousin would not go and get, you know, his cousin. He'd go get the hot girl he wants to fuck. True. With the, who also has a camera. So she would have gone in the hole realistically. But wasn't he, like, a nice kid? So no. he was probably like, you know, my cousin doesn't have a lot of friends and stuff. We should get him out of the house. Well, he kind of he kind of deserves not having friends because he's really weird. Yeah, he really is just a dick to everyone and doesn't <laughs> actually, and no one actually deserves it ninety percent of the time. Like, 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 like if I was in high school, this guy's a dick to everybody because everybody's a dick to him. 
Because he walks around. We saw no evidence of that. He walks around with a camera in people's faces in high yeah. school. And we see no evidence of anyone being a dick to him through the entire first half of the movie. Except like, for his dad. Yeah, his dad's the only one you can say, I, uh, arguably. But there's no evidence of him being a dick to people. Yes, yes. there is. We had the evidence that there is the evidence of that in the movie, yes. Like. Okay. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I told you, it's been a while. Yeah. No, there's, I'll oh, wait, update. Um, it's Andrew is the main character. Uh, Matt is the cousin. Matt. And Steve is Michael B. Jordan. That's what I thought was Matt, because it's close. Um, Michael B. Jordan did a very good job in this movie, though. I mean, he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he definitely is. He was in The Wire. He should be good in Creed, I think. In what? Creed. Oh, yes, yes. I'm excited mm. for that movie. That should be his best movie of the year. And that's going to redeem it's him. Definitely his best, that's going to definitely be his best movie. Yeah. No, I didn't say I, that's what I said. His best movie of the year. It's going gonna, it's gonna to redeem him after that awesome, awesome failure that was uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and then what else do we have on, uh, on Chronicle? Anything major on Chronicle? Mm. We talked about the CGI. Oh, just like everything in it. There's like literally nothing original in that movie. Besides, I guess, the mirror. The mirror thing's the only thing. Except even in Paranormal Activity, I think there's a scene where they film themselves in the mirror. But I think the mirror thing is the only thing I'll give Josh Trank doing something original in that movie. Everything else is just, you can go back to no, a different No, they do do kind of that footage. in Paranormal Activity. There we go. Okay. Now I take away from I guess the floating thing camera. I'll give that. The floating camera. Yeah, they do that in Paranormal Activity 1. Like, in the almost the first scene. No, the camera. Well, I guess yeah. the, the characters like, making the, the camera float themselves. Okay, yeah. yes. And to, we get very, it. very specific. But the point is, why are we going to do the unsettling effect of him? Like, it, well, it, 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 at first it's unsettling, because then you would, it's like, if you get, didn't get it already, this is the bad guy. Um, <laughs> or he's going to snap. Oh, that's the other thing I hated. That they meant, when they first get the powers, first, they're like, oh, this is just like a muscle. If like you overextend yourself, it's going to snap. And that never comes back. Yeah. Where and they set it up so perfectly that it, you can make someone's head explode. Yeah. Like the biggest problem with the mo- with with the thing is that whole thing is they should have just cut that out of the movie entirely. Mm-hmm. Because if they put that in, you'd have people going, "Oh, well, they set that up early." And it, it was very, when they said it in the beginning, it was very obvious that was going to happen. Just think about how vividly you remember that line. Yeah, exactly. Because it was so it was so much set up there. But if you kept if you had that in the movie where his head just explodes trying to overexert himself. First of all, you're people going, wow, that's way too edgy for no reason. I'm fine. And then you'd also have people like, well, I mean, it was very obviously set up that was going to happen. But where it's kind of a twist that it doesn't happen to an extent, but it's still it's still stupid. And that was brought up at all where, you know, they shouldn't have even brought it up. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? And then I think that's it with the... Uh, I believe awful. so. Uh, we, we touched on the awful CGI. We, uh, I mean... The crystal thing was, you know, stupid. And to think that almost even Fantastic Four, the powers, kind of pisses me off. That would been Oh, my God. Found footage, Fantastic Four. <laughs> found footage, ha- uh, Han Solo movie. Those both almost happened. Thank Christ they didn't. Uh, let's move on to the final segment, I guess. Do we have anything else to talk about on Chronicle? Uh, biggest entertainment news story, in your opinion, of the week. What do you want to call this one? You came up with this? I didn't mean for the entertainment. Just you know, something that you've enjoyed from the past week from entertainment. Oh, okay. Like, it could be a movie, a show, a book, oh, anything. Well, fuck. I, I, I told her we both, we both, both found news stories. I, I guess no. yours still counts. Okay. Well, fine. You go Well, mine that. doesn't count either. Well, mine I doesn't either. I just told you I was going to talk about a movie. 
Well, yeah, you go first. Anything, okay, it can be anything related to entertainment. How about that? There we go. I don't think I came up with a name for it. Okay. So we don't have a name for this segment. I'll come up with a name for it. Yeah, you you, you came up with a segment, you come up with a name for it. Okay, next, well, next time I'm on the show, we'll have a name for it. Okay, uh, my, I guess, entertainment thing is, um, Wet Hot American Summer, the, um, the movie and, uh, Netflix TV show. I had heard about the movie, but I never watched it, because I thought it was just going to be... Like, I always thought that movie was just, like, a stereotypical summer, like, teen sex movie, basically, where it's just, like, nothing actually happens in it, and it's not really that funny. Like, um, basically what all the National Lampoon... What all the National Lampoon movies have become. But it's actually one of the... It's, like, really, really funny. And the show is... Uh, it's a prequel show that happens all all across one day on the first day of camp and the movie is the last day of camp and it's like everything about it is hysterical and there's so many tiny jokes that you can just keep watching that and just catch them over and over again I started watching it and I think it's super cute I like it did you watch the movie first? nope watch the movie and like you'll get so many more jokes yeah really? okay I think the uh, the best thing about that show uh, the movie was uh, H. John Benjamin. Yes, with the can. With the can. And then uh, him got him talking to uh, Christopher, Christopher Maloney's character and going, Gene, I used to suck my own dick. And going, out of context, that sounds like a really fucked up Bob's Burgers quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it just sounds because the voice of Bob's Burger or Archer. And then Christopher Mal- Maloney's character, where um, every time he says something, he like he th- he says what he's thinking out loud. So he's just like, hurry up and peel these potatoes. And he's like, I'm going to go hump the refrigerator. Yeah, it was, it was it's, it's so funny. Uh, do you want to go next, Josie? Um, sure. I was going to talk a little bit about, um, shoot, um, the Warcraft movie coming out. Because it looks really cool. I, or, yeah. Coming out next year. Um, um, I guess they're going to be using, like, really awesome state-of-the-art facial recognition, not recognition, but like um, facial feature monitors to make the orcs look pretty awesome. Like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in... uh, Yeah, like I guess it's like haunting how awesome it does look. Like his face really doesn't look like a nasty orc. He looks like happy or sad rather than how crappy everything else has looked. Everything's usually it just kind of looks like the Generic creepy guy's face. mad all the time. Right. Um, like all the orcs and the goblins and the hobbit, like how they all just look like the same thing. Yeah, they have the yeah. their permanent scowl. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it's gonna be a lot different. Um, but of course, it will be CGI. But. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's my only concern with it. It, and it might be fixed after this coming Friday um, when they release Hitman, Agent 47, is there's never really been a good video game to movie adaptation. So I heard that this one is going to be pretty freaking awesome because um, uh, Sam Raimi, I don't know if that's how you say it, yes, yeah. um, was wanted to have like a good and a bad side and like have the orcs be evil and bad um but then blizzard uh, was against it mm-hmm. and um jones 
what's his name? Duncan Jones was the one that took over, and he's going to make it, you know, more like the video game where um, either side that you play on, you think that, um, you know, you're the hero, and it'll be really hard and to decide which side you're on and stuff, and who you like the best. Um, yeah, I mean, because the thing is, I mean, the only thing I, I can think of video game movies in the past that I haven't done well, like Mortal Kombat, didn't really go well to a movie, and then there was uh, the first Hitman movie, that yeah. didn't really go well. Agent 47's doing okay, but a lot of the problem is, I think the only video game movie that could, re- that video game that could turn into a movie and have it serve well is uh, The Last of Us. Because, like, so that it is a movie to begin with. I mean, I, I hated that game. It, it's a movie to begin with. I Wait, mean, is Tomb Raider uh, after the video the movie Tomb Raider after the video game? I don't know. I think the video game was first. The Tomb Raider. The Tomb. The first Tomb Raider is a pretty good movie. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. But then they they've gone down. Oh, all the Silent things. Hill, right? I think Silent Hill was a movie first. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna say Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, and then like then there's the Assassin's Creed movie next year, and then. War, I think Warcraft's also next year, so... Yep. It'll be interesting to see if we can... If not what we, the royal we, and they, uh, can, you know, do something that's never really been done before, and make a video game into a movie that works. We've seen video games and TV shows that work. I mean, that was Sonic I'm, multiple times. I'm hopeful for this one. Yeah, because it, it'd be interesting to see it adapted. Um, I think because there's so much source material that they could take right. from, that they could definitely do it. Like, it could definitely be good. Yeah, it's well, not it's like... Well, it's supposed to be an origin story. Well, I mean... It's, it's already a game that's very heavily based in character customization, because it's, it's an MMO. Like, it, I mean, it's not going to be like... I mean, it, I think it's going to be better than anything we've seen so far, uh, including video game TV shows, which would... I mean, like, The Legend of Zelda 80s TV show. Mm-hmm. That, that, you you know, like below, that? that you know, below the side of the water. Except watch Mario Brothers Super Show. But that show is pretty amazing, too. There's a Sly Cooper movie coming out in oh, next Ratchet year. Oh, Ratchet & Clank, too. Also. Ratchet & Clank might actually be good. Because, I mean, that lends itself well. Because Ratchet & Clank is pretty much you walking from cutscene to cutscene. <laughs> like, let's be honest here. That's all Ratchet & Clank really is. Um... Yeah, and my choice was, uh, there was a news report of Evangeline Lilly, who played Wasp, well, she didn't play Wasp, she played, um, Hope in, um, in Ant-Man, she confirmed that Wasp will be making an appearance in a Phase 3 movie, however, it will not be Civil War. So the question is, where will that happen? I'm thinking Spider-Man. Because in the... Because they're both bugs. That's not a Phase 3 movie. No, because there was a contract with... um, In the contract with Sony, (laughs) on top of Spider-Man crossing over to uh, Avengers and that stuff, um, Marvel has to let um, Sony use undisclosed characters in their Uh. movies. So using Hope... um, Yeah, Hope Van Dyne in the movie. She's not... She's still Hank Pym's daughter, but she's kept her mother's name, using her would be, like, uh, would be the easiest way to do that without having to, like, and you still have some pretty cool, like, grant, like, basis back to the other Marvel movies, because she, she worked for, uh, uh, for Darren Cross and all that, um, 
So that's going to be, I mean, there's really no other place in phase three I can see her fitting in. I mean, unless they're going to count her being in Infinity War as a phase three appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be, and then that, that's my story. So, uh, okay. yep, coming few weeks, we got to we gotta talk about that, but we haven't really done that. You're, you go with your pick for a movie? Yes, I know. Okay. So this is after we watch Rudy, right? Yes, this is okay. going to be, we have coming up, today's episode was the Red Dawn 2012 Chronicle. Next week we have The Drop, which is the 2014 Very good Tom movie. Hardy, James Gandolfini uh, crime movie. That's a good way. We get a crime movie. Uh, Rudy is the week after that because it's the first week of football season. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Then we're going to do Prisoners, yes. which was Peter's choice. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that movie? Yeah, that yeah. Um, I chose Prisoners, one, because, like, when I saw it, I thought it was a really, really good movie, and not really many, like, people don't really talk about it that much. It came out in 2013, and it's from director Dennis Villanueva, who's has a new movie coming out called, something with an, it's like something with an S. It's about, like, the drug wars in Mexico, and it looks really, that looks really good also. And it's, like, a very dark movie about, um, Hugh Jackman and Jake uh, Hall are both in it. Uh, Hugh Jackman plays a father whose children are uh, kidnapped, and Jake Hall plays a cop trying to rescue them. And there's uh, lots of twists, um, and it's very the whole movie is really suspenseful. Uh, the running time is kind of long, but I definitely think it pays off. Like, it's worth it. And that's going to be after we do. We're going to go from Rudy to that, and then we're going to go from that to Iron Man. Yep. So that's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be a little bit a uh, dark sector in that yeah, uh, that's trilogy. Gonna, that's going to be a little bit of a weird one in the middle. Uh, Iron Man's a pretty easy one to talk about. Not too much though. of a theme there. Nope. We didn't have much of a theme this month either, though, to, to be fair. Because, uh, <laughs> well, we almost had a theme, but uh, someone watched our own movie, so we <laughs> had to jump around a bit. Who? <laughs> Me. Yeah. yeah, Peter watched our own movie, so we had to jump around a bit. For what? It was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. Uh, so yeah, so we'll uh, we'll be back next week with the drop and why James Gandolfini should have been nominated for an Oscar over Robert Duvall. Um, and I think we're all in agreement on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So be back next week. Bye.